This is episode 188, 15 Simple Achievements You Can Have Today. You can honor yourself and take a break when you need to from whatever it is. You know, learn to say no. That's an achievement, man. You know, in the yes, 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 yes society that we live in of hustle and grind of yes, more, more impact, more this, more action, learning to take a break is so important. And especially with everything that's gone on in the last few weeks, uh, I think this lesson has become more evident. This is the dance of life. My name is Tudor Alexander, and we are going to go on a journey to hack your mind, body, and soul for living your best life yet. Tune in every week to learn something new, grow, and get inspired as we discover the secrets of success and practice the art of fulfillment. And if it's one thing I hope you learn from today, it's that your life is a dance. And just like any dance, you can learn to dance it well. What's up, everybody? Happy Friday to you. Hope you're having a healthy and safe Friday wherever you happen to be. John Wooden once said, never mistake activity for achievement. What a good quote for today as we talk about achievement, because, you know, today we live in such a hustle and grind society that everywhere you go, it's all about pushing harder, achieving more, making impact. You know, today we're going to talk about how to restructure that. This is a great reminder. I love this quote because activity doesn't necessarily mean achievement. It's about being meaningful. It's about having meaningful things that you're up to, being intentional, being authentic. So there's a different frame, different perspective that we need to look and restructure what we do so that we truly discover achievement. So today we're going to be talking about 15 simple things that you can achieve And really, I truly mean they are achievements, although maybe when you first hear them, they didn't occur to you as achievements. Uh, But especially if you really sit down to think about what does it truly mean to live a fulfilling life, all the things I'm going to be sharing with you today are achievements because we are obsessed We're too obsessed with vanity metrics. We're too obsessed with numbers and business metrics and all these, you know, the little things. And of course, they're important for performance. You know, you can't evaluate performance completely without numbers. But the numbers are there as a reference range. You know, your physical achievements mean nothing if you're losing the things that I'm about to share with you uh, through these 15 things in this list. So, Without further ado, we're going to jump into this. Some really useful things. I always, you know, you can always count on me to share with you the stuff that's behind the numbers. I I love business. I love entrepreneurism. We have some people that we've interviewed on the show for business growth. But at the end of the day, the thing that I care about most that I think is going to make a biggest, you can find numbers, you can find statistics, you can find that stuff anywhere on the internet. You can find how to upscale or 10x your business or all this kind of stuff there's always going to be some new strategy to do X, Y, Z. Let's let's get really down to it. There's always going to be some strategy, and that stuff's always changing. There's people that have a career being Instagram coaches, but they have to constantly relearn what they're learning because the platform's changing. You know, a certain algorithm is uh, doing this now, so you have to use this hashtag. That, to me, is a waste of time. And if you're doing that, you know, I don't. there's nothing personal against you. 
But for me, that's what's always attracted me is the evergreen, the stuff that doesn't change, principles in life, you know, good principles, wisdom, old, you know, rules that have stood the test of time. And at the end of the day, that's that's really what's interesting to me personally, because it makes the biggest difference. That stuff never changes. To be grateful, to have a practice of appreciation, that's never going to change in terms of its impact on your life. You could have a million dollars, but if you're miserable and complaining and toxic, you will not be happy and enjoy that. So that having, let's say, having a practice of appreciation, that's an achievement because a lot of people can't achieve that. It's in one way, you know, it's, it's quote unquote, easy to achieve things that we can measure, but to achieve quote unquote, something internal, like being grateful every day, being a wonderful human being, being kind every day, that's an achievement. And we don't tend to think of that an achievement because our society is so over-focused on all the hardcore push, push, push stuff. So my goal of this episode is to really help you restructure that in your life because you're always going to have the message of push, push, push. And I think there's not enough messages in our life today that are talking about this kind of stuff. So I hope this episode finds you well. I hope it inspires you. If you like it, make sure you subscribe, share it with your friends, your family, anybody who is feeling burned out maybe, who's go, go, go all the time and maybe needs to hear this today that, hey, There's other things you can achieve that are more important for your health and for your long-term sanity that have nothing to do uh, with your metrics. So make sure you share that with them. A little music to jam out. Here we go. 15 simple achievements you can have today. All right, guys, so we're going to jump right into this. And, you know, again, I want to position that what we consider achievement has been drilled into us that it has to be something external. It has to be something related to what other people think, what other people can measure, what the judges think, you know, it has to be some competitive thing where it's better than somebody else. So it's in relation to somebody else. So keep in mind what your own frame of achievement means because that's going to be the frame that we're going to unpack a little bit and restructure, hopefully, through looking at these different things. Number one, staying calm during a difficult conversation. When was the last time that you did that? I can tell you that even with all the things that I practice and I've learned about emotional mastery and trying to master my emotions, this is one of the hardest things to do, especially when people that are close to you trigger you, that you have something to lose, that there's some risk, you know, that something maybe you feel that you were doing wrong, right? How many times has that happened? And and you stayed calm, totally calm. And that's something to think about because being angry, being reckless, being emotional can ruin your day. It can make you, you know, cause you to make some really rash decisions that will have a very measurable impact. So staying calm during a difficult conversation, that's something if you can achieve that, And the more difficult it is, the bigger the achievement. That's a huge achievement that you can take home today that, man, you really mastered your own emotions in a very difficult situation. Because at the end of the day, look, if you're going to get money, a ton of money, but you don't know how to master your emotions, it doesn't matter. You see that all, all over the place. There's so many examples of people with material success that don't have the, the spiritual and emotional foundation, the mental foundation to handle that success. Success is just energy. It's like a bunch of, you know, water in a hose. If, if that hose has a bunch of holes in it, 
Well, that hose is not going to have a lot of pressure. It's not going to direct water very well. So the same thing is with you, your body, your, your life. If you believe in the chakras, and I'll get into that maybe at some point in the future more, but it's like a tube of energy that goes through your body. And if there's leaks, then the energy falls away. You can't channel it in any, any direction. So one of those leaks is through your emotions. If you can't control your emotions and you're just, you know, spitfire and you, you get upset easily, you get depressed, you get anxious, you know, you don't know how to control that, then that is a problem for long term. It doesn't matter what success you have. doesn't matter how good or strategic you are at whatever business strategy or particular outcome. You cannot escape yourself. So stay calm during a conversation. That's the first achievement to shoot for. Number two, kind of related to it, avoiding a fight or an argument. This is very important too. You know, learning when to choose your battles. Man, that's been a huge lesson in my life. That's, that's a personal achievement. If you can recognize a battle that you used to get into and now you're like, you know what? This is not, does not serve my highest self. It's not worth my time. It's not worth my energy. I'm just going to sidestep it. If you have made that change, especially recently, that's something to be proud of. That's an achievement. If you haven't and there, you, you find yourself keep getting in the same argument with the same people, and it usually is, you know, the more you learn about yourself and about your own triggers, you realize how simple these triggers are and how repetitive they are. You know, we often argue, even with different people, about the same wounded trauma of our early childhood. And it's crazy. The more you realize that, it really truly is crazy. But it's something to take home because if you can avoid, if you can sidestep that, if you can make a different choice in the heat of the moment or before the heat of the moment even happens, then that is an achievement. That's something to pat yourself on the back because you truly have changed. And when you change, when you evolve, let's put it that way, because change could be in either direction. When you evolve and you really get past this stuff, that's something that sets you up for long-term success. Again, there's plenty of people with measurable success that diffused it all because the internal was a mess. There was no structure there. Number three, choosing to take a break. Doesn't mean any specific thing, like take a break from a person, a situation, a fight, a project, work, whatever. But learning to take a break and and choosing to do so and actually taking action on it and, and honoring your schedule, honoring your body, honoring your stress levels, honoring your lunch break. God, I can't even tell you how many years it took me to learn to just literally schedule my lunch break into my schedule. If you run appointments all day, this is what I do. Uh, you know, it's it's all over the place. I mean, it's you're literally saying yes just so you get the appointment and it's it's all over the place. And it took me a long time because I would just say, ah, oh, whatever, I'll just eat, you know, I'll put my body on second priority. And now I don't do that anymore. Now I give myself an hour to eat if if I'm absolutely, you know, minimum 30 minutes. I'm not gonna skip lunch unless it's like an emergency or something super, super, super important. But minimum 30 minutes, ideally an hour, so I can eat lunch, let it rest, rest and digest. You know, it's not worth, it took me many times of getting burned out to to respect my body and to give you, to share these quote unquote achievements. And really I shouldn't even be quoting them because they are achievements. In my book, these are straight up achievements. And if you can honor yourself and take a break when you need to from whatever it is, you know, learn to say no, that's an achievement, man. You know, in the yes, 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 yes society that we live in of hustle and grind of yes, more, more impact, more this, more action, learning to take a break is so important. And especially with everything that's gone on in the last few weeks, 
uh, I think this lesson has become more evident is that a lot of people don't know how to take a break. And as soon as life puts the brakes on for you, all hell breaks loose internally because we don't know how to use that time. So get comfortable with that. Learn to take a break. It's an achievement to honor yourself, to honor your lunch break, to honor your stress levels, to you know take a break from whatever it is. Number four, spend time with yourself. If you spend time with yourself today, meaningful time, not Netflix with ice cream, but meaningful time, that's an achievement that you can have today because that is honoring your spirit. It's honoring your mind. It's honoring your stress levels. It's giving you a chance to reconnect, to break the pattern, to get creative. So spend time with yourself. That's a huge, huge achievement that's going to help you deal with yourself. It's going to help you deal with your own mind. It's going to help you integrate whatever thing, everything you learn, everything you go through, any kind of experience you have, good or bad. It needs an integration phase. You know, so what that means is you have the experience and if it's good or bad, either way, there's an emotion attached to it. And that emotion is like a surge of energy. It's it's something that happens. But after that happens, there's like a cool down phase, a little come down phase where you have to integrate the lessons that happen. If it's something good, integrate it and say, okay, what happened good about that? You know, what, what did I learn about myself? What did I enjoy how does that fuel me for next time? That's just as important as if it's something that was bad and say, you know what? I failed, but why did I fail? What what can I learn from this? You know, how can I be resourceful? So spend time with yourself and learn to get in the habit of that. That's an achievement because again, we don't do that today. We constantly distract ourselves. We're always watching some funny cat videos on Facebook or reading memes or whatever else. You know, that's not spending time with yourself. Spending time with yourself truly, connecting to yourself, that is an achievement. Number five, eat slowly. Oh my gosh, I can't tell you how long that took me to learn to eat slowly and the value of eating slowly. I've read so many books on mindfulness and eating and, you know, especially that one of them's intuitive eating, which is really good. But look, eating is such a precious part of life, guys. You know, we take it for granted. There's millions and millions of children today, right now, that do not have access to food. So if you're eating, you have to realize that just the fact that you are eating could be something you don't even enjoy, (laughs) but you are eating, you are achieving something that millions of people did not achieve that day. That's an achievement. And again, we get disconnected from these things because we live in a very privileged, entitled society. But consider that an achievement. Now, if you have an achievement that millions of people don't have, Wouldn't it be worth to enjoy it? Wouldn't it be worth to sit down and really take your time and reflect and integrate it and wallow in that experience? I mean, eating slowly is not only good for your health, but it allows you to develop appreciation. It allows you to connect to the experience that you have and to remember the value of eating every time. Every time I sit down to eat, it's an opportunity to get grateful, to slow down, to disconnect from whatever the heck is going on in my brain. Because you know what? That stuff's always going to be there. It's always, always going to be there. You can always come back to it. You can always put it on pause because your brain is working 24-7. So give yourself time to eat slowly for your own health and for your own sense of appreciation because it truly is an achievement in this day and age. It's sad to say. It really is sad to say. But you know what? It's an achievement that millions did not achieve today. Number six, drive to work peacefully. When was the last time you did that? 
I can tell you again, with all the stuff that I've learned about gratitude, all the stuff that I podcast about, that I wrote that book on gratitude. I mean, look, <laughs> traffic still gets on my nerves and it's like, it's not as bad as it used to be for sure. And, you know, I've found ways to be at peace. Uh, you know, I find it as a game almost, you know, to, to kind of practice not judging people, right? To listen to an audiobook, to do something that will put me at peace, listen to classical music. You know, I love classical music. It's such a interesting, you know, and varied type of music, especially today you know, with most of the stuff on the popular radio stations, it's nothing but commercials. So I don't know if wherever you are, if you have a classical music station, if you listen to Pandora, they usually don't have any commercials as much. But either way, you know, try to create the driving experience as one of peace. That's an achievement because I tell you what, we spend, I, th- I don't know what the statistic is where you live, but the average person around here in Arizona, I think spends something like an hour to two hours of commuting a day. And then that sounds about right. I mean, let's say two hours a day for everybody. That's a long time to be frustrated. If you think about two hours per week, that's 14 hours. If you're like a rageaholic and if you get frustrated easily, if you're getting upset, if it makes you complain, that's 14 hours that you're investing, and I say investing, into being negative and angry and upset. Well, think about the toll that has on your body, on your mind, on your perspective of things and how you get out of that car, you're frustrated, and now you're already primed to be angry and upset and see what's not working for you. So... Is anything you achieve that day even meaningful if you are upset and angry and toxic and complaining because you had a shitty drive to work? No. So at the end of the day, you know, learning to create peace, especially in a place that you know will be full of chaos, like driving. Driving is a stressful experience. By by far, it's one of the most stressful everyday ones that we experience because it's it's constant survival mode. So the challenge is how can you turn this into a peaceful experience. And if you can do that, even if it's a little more peaceful than yesterday, that's an achievement. And you start rethinking about what you're achieving and seeing these different behavior changes, these mindset changes as achievements, it's going to lead you to some really profound changes in your life of happiness and fulfillment for sure. Number eight, physically reading a book. This is a good one. I love reading and you know, I read articles all the time. I read science articles. I listen to audiobooks. But physically reading a book, there's something about the physical nature of sitting down and giving yourself. And it's hard. And it's hard in this day and age. So I listed it as an achievement because listening to an audiobook, you know, you can always do something else. It doesn't take necessarily extra effort. But sitting down and giving yourself the time to read is a very you know, it's something that we've gotten disconnected from. It's a very rare thing these days. But, you know, let's say if you're flying or something like that, you could listen to some music. You could distract yourself with the TV that they have or the movies. But you could use that opportunity to read a book. And there's something special about listening or sitting down and reading a book because it's physical and you interact with it. You're literally holding the information in, in the palm of your hands and you're connecting to it physically. There's something very valuable about that. I love every book that I've written or that I've read. I've only written one, but many more to come, hopefully. But every book that I've read has been such a great experience. And of course, some are more enjoyable than others, but there's something special about truly sitting down with a book. And that shows that you have the patience, that you have the the generosity with yourself to say, okay, you know what? 
I'm going to devote some time to myself and I'm, I'm not going to worry about constantly to do, to do, to do, push, push, push. I'm going to devote some time to myself and just connect to something. Now that book could be anything. It's up to you. I personally like something that I can learn that gives me some new edge or something interesting about my life that's practical, uh, some sort of personal growth book or science book, and anything that's interesting in that regard. But, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Just do what you feel called to, but sit down and read a book because that's an achievement most people, you know, even reading. Our reading level in the United States, I think, is one of the worst in the, in the world, which is terrible. So we've gotten disconnected from this basic fundamental thing that we used to do is reading a book. So read a book, number eight. Number nine, learn something new and in parentheses, fail at it. If you obviously, because you're learning something new, you're going to fail at it. So learning something new, I don't just mean try something new because trying something new, you're, you can just try it once and then, okay, I'm done. But learn something new, genuinely learn something new means you're committed to learning it to a certain degree of mastery. That doesn't mean for the next 10 years, but hey, really commit to learning something that you're interested in and be okay with failing because that's going to be part of the process. Anytime you learn something new, it's it's part of the process, but it's also the discoveries that come with it are part of the process too. They're on the other side of that failure. And that makes it really rewarding because most people do not challenge themselves. Most people are afraid of learning something new, are afraid of pivoting, are afraid of committing to you know, let's say a longer term journey of a couple months or maybe a year or two of learning a new skill or trying some new, you know, thing out and, and failing. So if you can do that, if you can commit to that, that is something to be proud of. That's an achievement in this day and age for sure. Number 10, have a conversation with a stranger. Another great one here. How many times, and I'm guilty of this just as much as the next person is, how many times have you just seen a person, just a random person out in the street and you guys make eye contact and then you look away <laughs> and you're just passing them. There's no acknowledgement of any kind. You almost do it so that you avoid having to acknowledge them. You know, there's just this sense of we're all in our own little cubicles, mental cubicles, and we don't have this small town mentality, at least not where I live. You know, it's a, it's a city uh, and it's like we're afraid of each other. You know, having a conversation with a stranger is almost like, what do you want? Like, why are you talking to me? Is, is there something you want out of this, you know? And that's a shame because that's, you know, we are designed to live in small communities. We're, we're designed to be social creatures and to interact with each other, have connection, to discuss, to, you know, make small talk even. And sometimes, you know, I, I personally don't like small talk that much, but sometimes it can be fun, you know, just to connect to somebody you've never connected before. So if you can if you can do that, if you could challenge yourself to do that, you know, that's an achievement because especially if you're an introvert, if you like I'm an introvert and it's hard for me to just randomly strike up in conversations with people. Uh, it's you know, I feel very awkward, you know, sometimes or you know, it's, it takes a lot of courage. So to me that's an achievement. You know, maybe you're an extrovert and you're a social butterfly, so you're like, "Ah, you know, pff, this is easy for me." Well, okay, there's 14 other things on this list that maybe like sitting down or reading a book, that's going to kill you if you're an extrovert. So go try that. That's an achievement for you because it's hard. It's a challenge that people like you are probably not likely to do. So that's an achievement for you to be able to go against that, that uh, fear, let's put it that way, or, or desire of being safe and actually try something new and, and fail at it, which is learning to read a book. Or, you know, if you don't read books, that's something new. Number 11. This one's a big one. 
forgive someone or yourself. Forgiveness is such a huge, huge part of living a happy life, guys. It's such a big part of being productive, of being creative. You know, if you are hanging on to a grudge, if you're hanging on to people that wronged you, or even if you're judging yourself and you're being an ultra hard on yourself perfectionist, it's impossible to be creative. It's impossible to really live your truth, to, you know, live a life that's, you know, fulfilling. And even the achievements that you do have, if you are hanging on to all that muck and self-loathing and all that kind of stuff, it's going to be very hard to enjoy your life, period, regardless of the achievements, physical, measurable achievements that you do attain. So all these things that I'm talking about, they're the immeasurable internal achievements that we need as a complement to our hustle and grind society and hustle and grind lifestyle. And one of them is forgiving. If you can't forgive people, if you can't forgive yourself, if you can't, you know, clear the slate on a regular basis, and you have to, because look, every day there's some reason to judge somebody. Every day somebody does something stupid. Every day does something to piss you off. Every day somebody will do something to wrong you, to make you feel wrong. Every day you're going to make yourself feel wrong about the things that you judge yourself that you didn't do well enough. If you look in the mirror and, you know, you say, oh man, I'm fat or whatever else, you know, I don't look good. I don't like my hair. How many things rack up over the course of a single day that you need to forgive and let go of? And you don't. Most of the time we don't. We just carry on to the next day. Well, guess what? That stuff doesn't go anywhere. It builds up. It builds up like a weight. And, uh, you know, eventually that really wears down on you. It's very hard to live a fulfillment, fulfilling life and to achieve anything in the physical world if the internal world is full of gunk. So forgive somebody, forgive others. I have a whole episode on the five steps to forgiveness. So you make sure you look that up. Number 12, laugh. Laughing. It's number one thing for good health. One of them is at least, I love to laugh. I love to bring humor to everything that I do with my friends, with the projects that I have when I'm, even when I'm practicing, I do professional athletics. My partner and I, most of the time, we're just laughing our butts off and we're just joking around with each other because life is too short. You got to have a sense of humor. You got to laugh at yourself. You got to, you know, find the the levity in, in everything around you. You know, there's comedy everywhere you look and life is too long to take it so seriously. It's important to be serious too, obviously sometimes, but don't be too serious. Learn to laugh, learn to be silly. And if you laugh today, if you laughed your butt off, that is an achievement. You want to think of that as an achievement because that's important. All these things, why we're framing them as achievements is because they are important and they're super important for balancing out all the other stuff that's going on in our life that's driving us to push, 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 push and create. But if you can't laugh along the way, what's the point, right? Number 13, find something to be grateful for. Wow, this is a big one. Another big one. Gratitude, I've said it many times and I'll say it again. It's one of the pillars to a life well lived. I wrote a book on gratitude, thegratitudemap.com. You can get it for free with a free mini course, also some great bonuses, a lot of good stuff in there. Make sure you go check it out. But look, if you're looking to start a gratitude practice, if you're looking to find more fulfillment in your life, to find a sense of purpose, to bring something back to your relationship with others, your romantic relationship, to be more productive, to overcome the obstacles that are burning you out. This book is going to help you out and it's going to give you the tools. There's also a free gratitude practice Facebook group, Daily Gratitude Practice. That's what it's called. Feel free to join. It's free. We do little gratitude challenges in there. It's a great way to reconnect 
to what matters most in life. If you are unable to find what you can be grateful for and you can't appreciate what you have, it doesn't matter what you have. So all those physical measurable things that we can put in the word have, I have a car, I have a house, I have this, I have that, I have a body. All those things that you have, they don't matter if you can't appreciate them, which is the internal work and all this stuff that we're talking about. So the internal goes with the external. And finding something to be grateful for today is an achievement that many people, sadly, again, it's a sad truth, but look, many people don't do it today. How many times the people around you said, you know what, I'm so grateful for this. Or I'm so, you know, and if they are, that's great. That's that's outstanding. But most people, they're just living in a toxic, complaining, victimized culture. Or in a distract me, Netflix binge, what's the next thing, like materialistic culture. One of the two. And either way, it doesn't matter. None of those things support your higher self to build appreciation so that when life does take away something from you, and it will, when it takes away your time, it takes away your money, it takes away your loved ones, that you aren't left with a void. You know, that you're able to fill that void with gratitude, that you're able to see and appreciate and bounce back faster than ever. And that's an achievement because the people that don't have this achievement, they're going to be left behind as soon as the big change comes around, which like you can see with this coronavirus, I mean, it's, it's a serious deal. But again, one of the things that we can solidify ourselves is solidify our internal selves through the practice of gratitude. So make sure you check that out, www.thegratitudemap.com. That's the free book, uh, free mini course, all the stuff, all the programming resources available to you there for free. Go check it out. Number 14, two more to go. This one and the next. Saying something positive to yourself in the mirror. Man, I love this one. I learned about this uh, at a self-improvement convention that I went to. It's called the Summit of Greatness. If you know Lewis House, he does a great job with that. But That was a really fun event. One of the speakers there really touched my heart about saying positive things to yourself in the mirror. I was like, wow, I never really thought about that. You know, like every time I go to the mirror, I've associated the mirror to some critical thinking thing. Like when when you look in the mirror, you have programmed yourself that every time you see your reflection, you have to see what's wrong with it. Think about that. Every time you go to the mirror, it's a reflex. You're analyzing your left brain is kicking in about, okay, well, how's my hair look? Is this even, do I look fat? Do I look skinny? Uh, you know, you're in analytical mode. It's a reflection. Now that's an association that we almost like assume that it has to be that way. But we don't think, well, when I look in the mirror, I should associate, wow, like gratitude or positivity. Or when I look in the mirror, like, hey, like encouragement. Oh my gosh, I can actually see myself. Isn't that cool? Like, I can love myself directly because I can see myself. It's such an important tool for self-love. And here we are really criticizing ourselves. So it's interesting to think that the mirror can be reframed in terms of how you react to it. And this was one of the things I wanted to put on this list of achievements. Because look, if you can say something positive to yourself in the mirror today, I love you. You're doing a great job. You're going to get what you want. You deserve what you want. You're awesome. You're amazing. I support you. Whatever it is. You know, make a habit of that and see how it changes your life. See how it changes your confidence. See how it changes the achievements, quote unquote, that you can achieve and measure in the physical world. If your internal is aligned, then the external will follow. This is the principle that we're going with here. Number 15, and the last one, last but not least, waking up. 
Another sad reality, but look, guys, it's the truth. If you woke up today, if you breathe, you have achieved something that millions of people around the world did not get to achieve today because you woke up. So every time you wake up, make sure that you spend a little time in the morning before you start thinking about your to-do list, before you start thinking about what needs to be done and what didn't get done yesterday and what's not working and checking your phone and email, all that stuff, before all that craziness happens. Check in with yourself and say, wow, I get to breathe. I achieved another day on this planet. And a lot of people, millions, didn't get to achieve that. Some of them died painfully the night before. And that's that's sad. It's sad but true. And so every morning, don't take it for granted. Because every morning that you wake up, that was an achievement. And we think that, oh, we had to achieve it. But you know what? Your body achieved that for you. Your body stayed together. It worked through the night to keep you alive. And you breathed correctly and you didn't choke. You didn't have a heart attack. You didn't you know, die of any other weird condition. And your body achieved that for you. And that's something to wake up and say, wow, what a gift. I'm here. I'm breathing. I'm alive. So 15 things that can really change your perspective on achievement. I hope that this has been enlightening for you. We're going to do a little wrap up. All right, all right. Well, I hope this episode inspired you guys to be a little easier on yourself. All this hustle and grind society, you know, it's it's good. It's a good thing. You know, it's good to, to work for material things. You know, money is a good thing. It buys you experiences and freedom and things that you wouldn't have access to otherwise. But also remember to embrace the opposite, which is the internal. Internal achievements for a qualitative life, for qualitative achievements are so important You know, they're critical for your long-term health and your sanity, your spiritual health, your sense of abundance. All that stuff is important for manifesting everything that you want in life. We talk a lot about mindset and creating the life you love on this podcast and personal growth, but all that outer work that, again, it's so easy. You can always find another strategy to make your Instagram profile get more likes or more visitors or whatever else. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested in what are the principles that are going to make you an abundant thriving person who's going to attract all that stuff anyway, right? Because if you have a million followers, but you're a toxic human being, that doesn't mean that you haven't achieved anything in my book. So that's what it's all about, you know, and we want to shift the attention to those internal achievements and make sure they are keeping pace with everything that we're doing in the external world. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it's made a difference in your life. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you subscribe and share it with one person in your life that needs to hear today's message. I'm always, always also curious to hear what has made a big difference in your life. So you can always email me, tutor at danceoflife.com or find me on social media at Tudor Alexander Official. Let's not forget good old John Wooden. Never mistake activity for achievement. God, I love simple quotes, man. The thing that differentiates activity from achievement, guys, is purpose. Mindful, intentional purpose being acted upon is what truly makes a difference in your life. doesn't matter who you are, how much money you have. When you are purposeful and when you bring more mindfulness and intention to what you do on a daily basis, this is when your life 
will change. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Have a safe and healthy rest of your Friday. Tune in Tuesday for a two-minute transformation. And Friday, we're going to be doing an awesome interview with my friend Justin Nault of Clovis Culture. We're going to be talking about building a healthy life. So make sure you don't miss that. Tune in next Friday. Until then, your life is a dance. So go out there and dance it well. For more inspiration, free resources, and bonus content, stay connected at danceoflife.com.